0: Super Bowl goes to overtime. Chiefs win the thing 25 22. Patrick Mahomes is. <laughs> hey, uh, breaking news. Patrick Mahomes is really, really good. He was terrific last night when he needed to be really good. Hey, how about this? Steve Spagnuolo blitzed 40% of the time to win, right? Blitzing gets it done. Not always. But maybe the Colts take a page out of the defensive playbook of the Kansas City Chiefs, start blitzing a little bit, start showing multiple fronts, doing something that makes them a little bit more difficult to attack. How about that? Come on. Good morning, Chuck Hall. Uh, We're going to know how many people. We had a lot of entries in our contest. Uh, Pick the winner. And by how many points? Eight people. Pick the Chiefs. By three, So we're going to put eight names in a hat this afternoon. We're going to draw the winner. Might wait to draw the winner until we actually get the jersey. Uh, We're playing that by ear, as we do on a night when we got about two hours of sleep because of the Super Bowl. It's exciting, so you're not going to fall asleep right as the game ends. That's not the way this works. Let's talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. Then we're going to talk about Indiana basketball. Little bit. And then it's NBA All Star Week in Indianapolis, another opportunity for this really, really good city and friendly city to show itself to be as special a place as it is. This is Breakfast with Kent. Feels like it's about two in the morning. I got to tell you the truth. It's not. This, Abraham Lincoln's birthday, Monday, February 12th, 2024. Abe Lincoln would be 215 years old today if he survived uh, that uh, assassination by John Wilkes Booth and then found a way to live, you know, another uh, about 150 years, uh, which at the time and even now, very unlikely, were brought to you by the great people at MyBookie. MyBookie used the promo code KENT. And you were going to get a sign-up bonus. It's going to be awesome. You're going to have all kinds of fun. I hope you had fun with my bookie if you're a customer yesterday, and I hope it was profitable. If you utilized the prop bets that were offered by uh, Ivan on Friday, know it—you made a little bit of money. Not a lot of money, but a little bit of money. You came out about two hundred bucks ahead on your twelve hundred dollar investment. How about that? Winning is good. We do not argue with winning. Uh, Make sure and subscribe to this channel. Make sure and like the video. Like all the videos that you watch on YouTube. And you know what? You want to make a donation? Make a donation. By the way, that 40% uh, 40 blitz number from Spags yesterday with the Chiefs, that was offered by a friend of mine. Spent a good bit of time. Uh, coaching in the NFL. I've got several friends in the NFL, and it, it, that popped up right as we went live. So very, very nice of him. I appreciate it. Uh, you know what? No one really lost this game. There were a couple of things that caused the win, but nobody really, like Brock Purdy did not lose this game. You know what I mean? Kyle Shanahan didn't lose a game. I don't even think the kicker for the 49ers lost the game despite the fact he missed an extra point. He hit three field goals out of three attempts and two beyond 50. So I can't blame him either. Uh, No moment too big for either uh, team or either quarterback. Mahomes was awesome. Purdy was awesome. Purdy is a game manager. I'm sorry. You want to take offense, you can take offense, but he's a game manager. He's a great game manager, but he's a game manager. He's got ice water flowing through his veins, but he's a game manager. That's what he is. His talent level, specific to his arms, specific to his feet, whatever, it's not great. He's a game manager, but he's great at it, so he shouldn't take offense. Patrick Mahomes is not. Patrick Mahomes wins games. That's what he does. He finds a way, and he found a way last night um, you know what, um, no pass interference calls, and that was kind of nice, I really enjoyed that, the big play was a muff punt, right, which really wasn't a muff punt so much as, look, the football, football's a great game because a lot of times the football finds a way to figure out who's going to win the game, right, it's just, the ball determines it, and it did in this case, the punt hit the 49er in the foot, the foot, then the, uh, uh guy, Looters, tried to get on the ball, didn't, and, and so the Chiefs recover, next play touchdown, all of a sudden 10-6 is 13-10, and you've got a different kind of game. Seven points, finding seven points like that is really, really difficult to overcome in a game between equally matched groups. That's just the way football is, and, and that's why we love it at the level we do, Looters you can't blame. Uh, this is not Luter's fault. Um, you know what? How many, what a great play at the end. What great play design. Uh, Mahomes is just so smart. And as you look at the Indianapolis Colts, so we'll make this specific to the Colts, but it's true for every AFC team. You've got to find a way to get over the top of the Chiefs, and that means finding a way to get over the top not just of the physical talent of Patrick Mahomes, but the intellect and the experience of Patrick Mahomes, the more you succeed, the more you're going to succeed. Success begets success. No matter what you do in life, no matter what we're talking about, if, if if you're a guy who makes game-winning shots in basketball, the odds go up that you're going to make more of them. Football, the more games you win, the more games you're going to win. And that's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes finds a way to win. First team to win back-to-back Super Bowls in 19 years. Now they're going to try for a three-peat. Nobody's ever done a three-peat. Does that make you feel better about the Colts or any AFC team's opportunity to win the AFC and go to the Super Bowl next year? The fact that nobody has ever done it three straight times. The fact that Travis Kelsey, I think, is going to be 35 years old. That's kind of a big deal, too. Uh, but we'll see, you know, and, and that is why people are critical uh, of Chris Ballard, and rightly so in a lot of cases. But I totally applaud what he did in the draft last year taking Anthony Richardson because you got to find a way to get over the top of, a- of Patrick Mahomes. And you're not going to do that with C.J. Stroud. That is not the guy who's going to be that quarterback. Anthony Richardson's got something physically physically. And I think mentally he's a little bit differently, different, behaviorally different. And I think that that gives the Colts an opportunity maybe to lift. Now, if, and, and you heard it from Tony Romo and Jim Dance last night, Patrick Mahomes, a designed run, kind of an RPO where he tucked it and took it around the right side. And they said he doesn't do that in the regular season because he wants to limit the opportunity for injury. That's what Anthony Richardson has got to learn. You do that when you have to. You don't do that because you want to. That's the difference. You cannot put your health at risk or you put your team at risk. You can't do it. You think, hey, I got broad shoulders. I'm going to be able to get that first down. You know what? That broad shoulder's got an AC joint that could pretty easily tear and needs to be surgically repaired. That's what happened with Anthony Richardson, and that's why you can't do that until the moment is huge. Like, you know, in a September game against a nondescript opponent, you can't tuck it and run it like Mahomes did in that instance. Mahomes had other runs. Scrambles, I don't mind. Scramble. Pocket breaks down, go, and then slide. A designed run where you're going to take a lick, Can't do it if you're Anthony Richardson. Your presence on the field is far too important to put in peril because you decide that you need to take responsibility. You are being paid for this. That's what you're being paid for, your arm, not your legs. But the legs, use the legs when it's prudent. All right. Makes sense? I I hope that makes sense to you. Um, And again... Brock Purdy, no offense, he's a game manager. It's just the way it is. IU lost Saturday night to Purdue. And, and I got to tell you, Zach Eady hitting that three off the glass. I congratulate him. Good for him. All right. Now, if you're Indiana, that's got to piss you off for the rest of your life. And it's got to piss you off if you're a freshman on this team, if you're like Mackenzie and Baco, if you're a sophomore, Malik Renew you got to be pissed every time you play against Purdue. Screw these guys. They want to pull that kind of shenanigans. We're going to stick it right up there. And we're going to have a little fun at their expense. You've got to find a way to be pissed off at a game like that and at a result like that and at behavior like that. Edie taking a three and making it off the glass. Good Lord. Anyway, Indiana loses 79-59. Why did they lose? Because Purdue is better in every respect. Purdue outscored Indiana by 12 at the line and by 12 behind the arc. It's not just Edie. If you make four threes against Purdue, you are going to lose. Period. End of story. You have got to clean up from beyond the arc. You've got to be able to shoot the basketball. Indiana can't, and so Indiana loses. And that's just the way it is. Now, you got to figure out this weekend how to beat Northwestern at Simon Scott Assembly Hall, and then you've got Nebraska next Wednesday, a week from Wednesday. you got to win both these games. You lose to either of these teams at home, and to get into the NCAA tournament, you are going to have to win the Big Ten tournament, and we know how Indiana does in the Big Ten tournament. The answer to that is not well. Um, You know what? Just golly. The first six offensive possessions, I thought were sublime. The rest of it, once Indiana decides, the guys on Indiana, this is the fallacy of talent. Talented basketball players think that they can elevate their team through possession of the basketball and scoring the basketball, and that is not the way basketball works. You have got to work to elevate your teammates. That's how you win in basketball. You can't say, oh, this is mine. I'm about to to get going here. And then you put it on the deck. You try to shoot. Mackenzie Mbaco has never passed up an open 18-footer. It's like he was born in the 50s, and he's playing in the 70s. You know, there's a three-point line out there, kid. Use it. All right. Uh, I use women. They hammered Purdue yesterday in 95-62. Chloe Moore, McNeil, 22 points, 5 of 5 from beyond the arc. Indiana, 13 of 21 from beyond the arc. That's how the men could have beaten Purdue. Indiana's women, they do it at Assembly Hall yesterday. They're 20 and 3, 11 and 2 in conference. They've got Wisconsin in Madison on Wednesday. Wisconsin, not very good, 4 and 8 in the Big 10. All-star weekend coming, but prior to that, tonight, Indiana travels to Carolina, Let's see what happens against Charlotte. Uh, Pacers should win this game. Charlotte is just terrible. And then Pacers, they've got a game in Toronto. That is the return of Pascal Siakam. That came Wednesday night, and then it's the All-Star break, and it's a real opportunity for people to figure out what Indianapolis is. Just like the Super Bowl was for NFL fans, the All-Star game and the All-Star weekend can be an opportunity for people to say, you know what? It's the most convenient damn city in the history of the world. Our hotel's downtown. The bars are downtown. The arena's downtown. I don't have to walk more than five minutes outside my hotel to get anywhere. And I'm about 12 minutes from the airport to downtown. It's fantastic. Indianapolis built, literally built to hold events like this. Uh, Whiny golfers drive me crazy. The Phoenix Open yesterday, uh, final round. People all pissed off. Golfers all pissed off. Because the fans, and granted, like, you, you would rather not have fans yelling in people's backswings. You know, uh, Jordan Spieth upset with a fan who yelled in his backswing. He hit it to 15 feet. Don't argue with winning, Justin, for the love of, or Jordan, for the love of God. And you know what you get. You know, if you're going to go play in the Phoenix Open, you're going to get yelled. There's going to be yelling. It's a party. If you don't want to play in that environment, don't play. Go play someplace else or, or take the week off. What's the matter with you people? Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? On this beautiful Monday, I got a two-hour radio show to do starting at about 7.07. And honest to God, on two hours of sleep, I'll get there. I'll get through it, but I have no idea what the hell is going to come out of my mouth. I'm hoping that I make any sense whatsoever. Uh, Paul Abrams, happy birthday. The great Jim Coyle celebrating a birthday. Wendy Snyder, happy birthday. Ted Austin celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday, Ted. Uh, Scott Umstead, happy birthday. Danny Hubbard and Vop Ossoli, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with honest and specific compliments. Lift each other. Chuck Hall does it every day in the comments on these live videos. Every single day. He lifts people. It's a beautiful thing. Do that. Don't pull people down. We get enough of that, for goodness sake. Happy birthday to all, and have a great day, everyone. And you know what about Chuck? He means it, or he wouldn't do it every day. Sitting some outlier, outpouring of of friendship does it every day. We'll talk to you in a few minutes on WGCLradio.com. God knows what those two hours are going to hold, but it's going to be magic. I promise you.